going to start this Memorial Day celebration uh, episode with a song by Billy Ray Cyrus called Sam Gayval. And this is just a salute to all the veterans and all those who serve to protect America. And then we're going to get straight into what today means for various reasons. This is Billy Ray Cyrus called Some Gave All. A new man called Sandy Kane. You folks even knew his name. But a hero, yes, was he. Left boy, come back, man. Still many just don't understand about the reasons we are free. I can't forget the look in his eyes or the tears he cried. He said these words to me All gave some Some gave all Some stood through for the red, white, and blue Some had to fall Now, I'm not going to play the whole song. I just wanted to open up the episode with that because he mentions the word liberties. And unfortunately, this song is not appropriate for all Americans because all Americans do not have the liberties that they're supposed to have. So we're going to go on and open up this episode. But I wanted to start it off with just a small token of appreciation. And I thought this song called um, Some Gave All by Billy Ray Cyrus was a good way to open up this Memorial Day Marvelous Motivating Monday episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Today is Marvelous Motivating Monday, but today happens to be Memorial Day as well in America. So we'll call this Marvelous Motivating Memorial Day Monday. And I decided that I would not play my intro music for this day. I wanted to play something different. But let's talk about what is Memorial Day really all about before we even start the episode. I went to the History Channel. Um, I, I figured that might be a more appropriate place to go to find out what the holiday really is about. So I went to History Channel, uh, history.com, and this is what it says about Memorial Day. It says Memorial Day is an American holiday. Okay, so I'm guessing that means that other countries don't celebrate this. That's interesting to know. 
But anyway, it says it's an American holiday observed on the last Monday of May, honoring the men and women who died while serving in the United States military. Originally known as Decoration Day, it originated in the years following the Civil War and became an official federal holiday in 1971. Many Americans observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries or memorials, holding family gatherings, and participating in parades. Unofficially, it marks the beginning of the summer season. Now, that's kind of interesting because this definition says we're honoring those who pass, not those who are still alive, which I didn't know. I thought we were honoring all military people. So I'm a little confused about that definition and how it's been celebrated here in America. But I wanted to start off reading the definition. So let me just say this. Today, we're going to celebrate Memorial Day, but we're going to talk about some other things. And I want to use this episode to discuss evolving to challenge ourselves. And I'm going to tell you why I chose that, because there's a lady that I really want you guys to check out, and I'm going to give her a shout out. Her name is Dr. Vanetta West, and I met Dr. Vanetta West during a um, a class, several classes. She's teaching our firm and other companies, and she does a lot of teaching for the King Organization here in Atlanta, which is uh, very big, as you know. And she has been probably out of every class I've ever done, whether it was diversity or just learning how to uh, communicate, she has been probably the realest person I've ever met. And I I just want to give a shout out to Dr. Vanetta West because she mentioned something. We had a a diversity uh, class with her on Thursday of last week, and she mentioned things that I just want to kind of talk about throughout this episode and evolving to challenge ourselves was one of the things she mentions. And I just want to say, let's get the Memorial day out of the way because it's significant, but it's also significant in a different way for African-Americans. And I'm going to tell you why I say that. Now, when she talked about, um, evolving to challenge ourselves, I had to really look deep and think about what I wanted this episode to be about. So before we talk about all that, I want to thank every military veteran and their families. Well, I don't know now because the definition saying that today's supposed to be honoring those who are dead. So I'm confused because we've always honored all military. So I'm still uh, say that I want to say thank you to all the veterans and current personnel for keeping our country safe. And thank you for your service. In spite of what that definition says, I'm thanking those who are alive. And I also thank their families for sharing their heroes with us. We are grateful. Now, unfortunately today, ironically, this year, 2021, Memorial Day also is the 100th year anniversary in America. Pay attention, those in the other countries in America of the burning of Greenwood, which is outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it's known as Black Wall Street. And it actually happened 100 years ago today, May 31st and June 1st, 1921. It's also called the Tulsa Race Massacre, 
and it's said to be one of the single worst incidents of racial violence in American history. Destroying more than 35 square blocks of the district at the time, the wealthiest black community in America. Now, see, I've been seeing different specials they've been having all over the weekend. And I, if you can handle it, I advise you guys to check it out. They were on MSNBC, CNN, and a couple other stations. So there's a whole bunch going on right now about this on television. So if you're not familiar with it, check it out. Now, it's funny for me because now it is so hard. I'm just speaking for me, for me to say United States of America because we are not a united country. We are, if anything, divided States of America. So it's kind of hard when you're talking about celebrating something for the country, yet all those same people who call themselves patriotisms are doing violent and mean things. So I'm kind of confused of the definition of patriotism because just as we found out this past weekend, there's not going to be a commission. None of the Republicans but six voted for the commission to investigate what happened on January 6th. Now, that is not patriotism to me. You're, you're storming the Capitol trying to hurt and kill people. And unfortunately, one was killed and another one committed suicide because of it. But we're celebrating uh, these people. I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just floored. But anyway, I don't want to take the eye off of what's also being talked about, which is, as I mentioned, the Tulsa race massacre. Because, you know, I remember watching the movie Rosewood, and that was released on February 21st, 1997. It was directed by the late, great John Singleton. And I remember how much I was horrified by the movie. And I I said to my sister that I'm so glad this is just a movie. But then I was told that it was based on a true story. And it just, within the last few years, I just heard more about Greenwood, which is the city that the movie was based on. Now, I was horrified of it being a movie, but to find out years later that this was true and this happened, and then you had former President Trump do a rally there with all the hate going on. I mean, it's it's just something. So on this marvelous motivating Memorial Day Monday, I want to encourage everyone to evolve and challenge themselves. And that was why I was so glad that Dr. West mentioned this last week. So the word evolve is defined as to develop gradually, especially from a simple to a more complex form. Challenge is defined as an objection or query as to the truth of something. Listen to this. We've been hearing a lot of lies over the last five years. We need to start hearing truths, often with the implicit demand for proof. Now, that's what challenge challenge means. Challenge is going to be the key word going forward for a lot of us because we need to challenge things. We need to challenge people. We need to tell them that, you know, we need proof of stuff. Because, like I said, thanks to words by Dr. Vanetta West, when she said, be a comprehensive thinker. I was like, wow, I consider myself a a global, excuse me, she, yeah, she mentioned being a global comprehensive thinker. And I consider myself a global comprehensive thinker, but are you? So you may want to ask, what does that actually mean? 
Well, a global thinker or people who are relentlessly curious about what the world is like for others. And that's what I'm asking you guys to be. Think about what's happening that may not be happening with your family and in your life, but around not just America, around the world. Because we really in America have it made compared to a lot of countries. A lot of people are hurting here, but there's a lot of people that have been hurting for decades in other places. And maybe if we start being global thinkers and curious about what the world is like for others, we might have more compassion. Now, a comprehensive thinker is defined as being a cumulative or methodical methodical thinker, the person who is inclined to consciously process new ideas or challenges through a thought process or a person prone to allow their automatic reaction based on memories or past experiences to determine their thoughts in the moment. You know, Dr. West, and I really didn't plan on mentioning her that much in this episode, but her, her, um, class she taught us on Thursday really made me do a lot of thinking and I thought it was appropriate for this specific episode as we celebrate Memorial Day in the United States of America. You know, she asked four questions, which was why we learn. And when she asked the questions, I was like, mm, okay, we learn for knowledge. That's all I thought. But she actually gave us four reasons of why we learn. And she said that the first reason is for recognition. Now, I don't know if that means like people to go to school, they can, rec- you know, they're recognized for their diplomas, degrees or et cetera. I'm not really sure. But the second one was for knowledge, which I always felt that was my reason why I learned. People used to tease me, especially at my job. They're like, you're in school all the time. How many more degrees you want? And I'm going to tell you something. I have several degrees. I have three. And the thing is, when I was taking breaks in between those degrees, I'm not going to lie. I kept feeling like I was missing out on knowledge. I kept saying, hey, by the time I go back next semester, they're going to have a new edition of the book. So that means I would missed something from the old edition. I mean, I'm a student at all times. I'm not ashamed to tell people that. And that's why I always tell people to go and do your own research. Don't just base what you believe on social media, on the news or what somebody tell you. Go and do your own research. The third reason she gave was wisdom. Now, I can honestly say, I always say it, we learn for knowledge. And I guess wisdom is really another reason why I thought it was important for me to learn. Because I like to be able to say something that people think I don't know about. Because they assume because I'm black, I may not be as educated or knowledgeable as they are. And anybody know me, I'm a proof of point person. You can come at me and if I don't know, I'm going to find out. Because I do want to also learn for wisdom. And the fourth thing she mentioned was for application. Now, you all can figure out what that means on your own. My definition, me, me personally, I think is what I just said. I apply it when people are trying to challenge my education or my knowledge. And I think, and I'm not talking about what Dr. West said. I'm just telling you what I think that means when it pertains to me is to be able to apply it. I'm in meetings all the time. I'm 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 with the <clears throat> excuse me, I meet a lot with the people who make the decisions. I'm always asked to be on the focus groups for major decisions in our firm. 
And I think that knowledge and me applying it to what's relevant is an example of what application is for me. I only can speak for me. So I want you guys to consider these questions and consider this as you grow into the new way life is. Because as you know, look at recent, I mean, life has changed for forever. I mean, look as recent as this past weekend. For example, let us start with COVID. There are many, many, many people who have not or will never get the COVID vaccine shot, which, of course, is their right. I totally agree for you to do what's best for you and what you think is best for your family. Now, my question is, what will this past week improve as far as moving forward with the CDC guidelines? Do we continue to wear masks and social distance? As many crowd crowded you saw on the news, airports, rental cars you couldn't even get. The beaches were packed. Family uh, cookouts were plentiful. And there was just so many things people were doing getting out to celebrate Memorial Day weekend. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know, I'm just hoping, I pray that everyone may make it back home safely and no COVID spreading will happen because, you know, many states are opening up fully. But don't forget, COVID-19 is still here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? I look at some other things that's happening right now as a pandemic, too. And I don't mean a medical pandemic because it's really starting to get beyond scary that mass shootings are becoming too normal. And it's funny because the more mass shootings we have, it seems like the more relaxed the rules for having guns are. I mean, perfect example. You got Texas. Texas is allowing anyone and everyone to carry guns with no license, no training, no background checks. And it's so funny because everyone always says that the summer months is the highest crime months because people are hot and irritated. Now, so you got people hot and irritated. And they are so tired of people telling them what to do. You got the divisiveness of racism in America. What do you really think is going to happen this summer with shootings? I just think it's going to be really, really scary this summer because everybody walking around with guns and it's okay. And people's tempers are already just at a high. And you got division in the country with racism. It's just all of these things that were coming to my mind today as we're trying to celebrate Memorial Day. And I know I'm not the only person that felt that Memorial Day was celebrating all veterans living and dead. But I just read from the history.com website that it's celebrating those who have passed. And that's why it's called Memorial. So I'm just kind of confused of what this holiday really is. But let's talk about another pandemic. We have, and I'm not talking about medical, election voting rules. Election voting rules are being quietly suppressed in most of the states, which is why I always said, if you go back to any of my previous episodes, that local elections, local voting is just as, if not more important than the national races. Because if you look at all these states, and I think they said it's up to like, 40 of them or something, which is almost the whole country. They're all ran by Republican legislatures and they're sneaking 
behind our backs. We only hear about a few uh, states, but they're all doing it, changing the districts so that there aren't as many Democratic people that can run, changing the rules, removing dates from how long you can vote. These are things happening at the local level. And people always say to me, why do you keep talking about voting local? We just want to vote for senators and presidents. No, the local level is going to change this whole country. They're changing it. And I think Georgia is even with Texas and where they're allowing in Arizona, where they're allowing the people to decide if they like the results and they can change them. So you mean if we all go out and vote for someone that just happens to be a Democrat, if they win, these same legislators that are Republicans behind the scenes changing the rules can say, nope, we don't like them. We're going to put our person in. So if that's the case, then what is the point of voting? You know, I like to always say as my disclaimer, I am an independent voter. I am a registered Democrat. I vote predominantly Democrats, but I will say this. I have and I know I will in the future, maybe, depending on how the GOP goes, there's going to be some Republicans I like and I will vote for what their cause is that may benefit myself, my family, my community, because everybody that's a Republican isn't evil, I don't think. Um, there's a few of them that I have, like I said in the past, I have voted for and and would probably in the future if they don't go all the way right, because right now the way they're going, no way. Um, I just can't even believe the lies and the the proven lies that have been accepted by a lot of the uh, voters. So I just want you guys to just think about all this stuff. And this is why I want you guys to evolve and challenge yourself because a lot of people just accept what they're told and they're okay with it. They don't do research. They don't do any of that. So I don't know. I just say don't let excitement about going out after being indoors for so long allow you to lose focus on all the problems we've watched unfold while we were in quarantine. Well, kind of quarantine while we were in the house. You know, someone said on TV that opinions are not facts. And I like that. When I heard them say that, I was like, oh, that's, let me write that down. Because actually, you're right. A lot of these people to give their opinions that are lies and they know they're lies. And they're not facts, but depending on who's listening, they, they continue to accept these as being factual. So I want you guys to remember to do your research. Believe what your eyes see. Don't let nobody tell you you don't see what you see because you do see it. Now, don't believe everything you hear. Now, if it makes sense, even still, do some research to verify it. Because we got a lot going on right now, and we celebrate Memorial Day, but we can't even have a January 6, 2021 insurrection at the Capitol investigation. I mean, come on. And as they say all the time, the truth always comes out. Why would you be afraid to talk about what has happened and you were part of the victim? So to me... That's kind of suspicious in itself. So how are we celebrating a federal holiday and it's just not really showing who America is right now? Because America right now is not united. I just have to keep saying that. You know, many of us are proud Americans, as I am, because I have been fortunate. I have traveled and vacationed in over 20 
countries. 20 countries. Anybody that know me, my job, they laugh every year. They be like, okay, girl, what countries you going to this year? Because it's just that known around my firm. I, my goal was always to go to two countries every year because I'm fortunate. I have six weeks paid vacation. So I take four of them weeks and travel. Now I haven't in the last couple of years, of course, because of COVID, but I intentionally go to different countries because I want to see how other people are living outside of what I see on television. And I'm not going to lie, as much as I love to travel, and I can say I've been to every continent twice, I can honestly say I am always glad to come back home. I'm, I mean, always glad. I've had great times, you know, uh, but considering some of the things I've seen, you know, for example, when I was in Hong Kong and you kept hearing about how China rules and this and that, you could see that difference. And I was in the luxurious part of Hong Kong. I was in what they call like the Beverly Hills. And it was still that way. And we actually had um, we actually had people come up to us. And I say we because I went my first trip to Hong Kong, well, my only trip to Hong Kong, I went with a radio station here in Atlanta called V103. And there was like 500 of us. It was ridiculously fun. And it was weird because we're walking down the street and the street is like Rodeo Drive. It's the designer. Um, designer road and these kids were so they were getting out of school they had their uniforms on they were so excited to see so many of us i remember one came up to me and asked if they could touch my hair because they had never seen a black person in real life and it was really weird and they thought we were all first military wise because there's obviously a military base there and me and my friends was like no we're just vacationing and um if you ever heard of uh, any of the hotels in uh, Hong Kong, check out the Langham. The Langham Hotel is it. That's where we stayed. But I'm going to tell you, I don't know how much it is now, but back then I think it was like four or $500 a night. So just uh, keep that in mind. But anyway, so they didn't understand how we could afford to be in that area. And um, it was just crazy. But it was, it was a, a eye-opening experience for me because as I said, I've been to 20 countries, but the other countries like Rio de Janeiro and even South Africa, you know, uh, their countries were different than in China. China, it was clear. I had never seen where you mop the outside uh, sidewalks. They were mopping the sidewalks to keep everything. It was spick and span clean. It was so crazy because I had never seen that. So me and one of my girlfriends that uh, was uh, one of my roommates, we decided I always go to the um, non-tourist parts of countries when I visit, because I want to see how they really live. Of course, the tourist part is going to be luxurious and stuff. So we got on the bus and we had um, some soda and chips and every single person on that bus watched to see if we were going to litter on the bus. The bus was spick and span. And when I say it was so clean in Hong Kong where we were and they were waiting, they watched us the whole time. And I said, do not even look like you might sit your drink down, even just to hold it there, not to try, not to litter, because we weren't going to do that. But it was just so crazy how they were watching us. And so one of the natives explained to me about how everything is just spick and span and, you know, the, the government watches everything. It was just, it was a really weird experience out of all the countries I had ever been to. And so I'm saying this to say, America, we really need to pay attention to what's going on because there's a lot of things that are going on and they're not really behind our back. We're just not looking at them or believing that 
people would be this bold to do these type of things. And so as we celebrate Memorial Day, I really hope that we can get some type of clarity on what happened on January 6th, although most of us know exactly what happened. But as you know, as in the law, I can say this, no matter what you know, is what you can prove. And that's what um, needs to be done for the insurrection. But many of us, we are proud Americans. And like I said, as an independent voter, I am beyond disappointed but we can't give up and definitely we have to start speaking up. And this is why on this Marvelous Motivating Monday, I would like to challenge you guys to evolve. You know, let if it's just beginning of summer, let this be a new beginning for your thinking because we still got a lot of things that are going to be happening after the summer. Some cities and states are still having elections this year. We're gearing up for elections for sure next year. And don't forget what people are saying and doing that's affecting your everyday life. Right now, as I said, it's opening up on all these different cities. There's a lot of people that are wanting to hire people, but they can't because people aren't wanting to work. According to the Republicans, they're just being lazy because they can get a bigger check staying at home. But one of the things they have to also remember is, even though it's summertime, you people have kids and uh, these bills for uh, daycare are ridiculous. So why would you not consider being able to take care of your family and make more money when you can't afford to put them in summer camp I mean, what about those things? Make it easier for people to go back to work. They're not doing that. They're just saying they're just lazy and don't want to go back to work. But if you make it easier for people to be able to afford camp or or daycare or whatever they need to go back to work and raise the minimum wage, I think that would have a major impact on people going back to work. I think we can see that people will go back to work. They're complaining they got all these jobs and nobody's taking them, but you got to make it worth it now because I know myself and a lot of my friends and coworkers, they think differently about life, period. You know, we see life is too short and they're just trying to do what's best for them in their life. So I hope on this Memorial Day, we think about not just the soldiers who have passed and served our country. We think about the black massacre that happened in Greenwood, Oklahoma, and the struggle that people are still having 100 years later and how that violence and hatred over a lie, for one, um, had destroyed a whole group of wealthy blacks and how now in 2021, we're as blacks experiencing the same thing. It's just at a different level. And it's just time we need to come together. And so I want to read some quotes and, and some things that I read. And I really hope that you guys like take this to heart. You know, I have went through, I you know, I'm always writing notes. I'm getting up ever since I started this podcast. I've always been a researcher, but I, ever since I started the podcast, I wake up in the middle of the night if I just happen to hear something or see something. And unfortunately, I sleep with my TV on. I know that's not good, but I do. And I take notes and I just happen to find a note that I had written. And it was Psalms 32, 8 through 10. And I just, I wrote this a couple months ago and I just want to read it real quick. And I want you guys to think about it. And you don't have to be religious to understand this. And it says, I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. I will give you counsel and watch over you. 
Do not be like the horse or mule, which have no understanding. They must be controlled with bit and brittle to make them come to you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but loving devotion surrounds him who trusts in the Lord. I just want you all to think about that. I've decided that since so many positive things are currently happening in my professional and personal life, that I'm going to take the entire summer off for a summer break. Now, I'm excited with the endeavors I will be pursuing during the time and will be excited to resume the podcast shows on the Monday after Labor Day, which is September 13th, 2021. I will be working on my Instagram platform and possibly a YouTube channel. See, my goal was to do 100 episodes and get 1,000 downloads within my first year of the podcast. I can honestly say that I'm blessed and honored that I've reached both of those goals within nine months. So I want to do something before I end this episode. Here are a few powerful quotes that I wanted to think, I want you guys to think about. I was watching a show and there was a gentleman on named Dr. Steve Peary and he gave three quotes that I wrote down. He gave more, but I wrote these three down and I want you guys to think about it. The first one says power, power comes from within. So I want you guys to remember that as we celebrate uh, this holiday and just talk about our lives as we begin to open up and get back out into the communities. His second quote is stupid. Stupid is a disease and you can catch it. Now, as far as that quote's concerned, I want people to really just start thinking a little more independently and not relying on stuff that people are telling you, including myself. Don't rely on everything I tell you. Go find everything I'm saying out there. I give my sources so you can go check them. And I'm a researcher at all times. As a matter of fact, I'm such a researcher I'm excited about becoming an analyst because I have been watching television for a long time. And I just kind of want to mention this. This is one of my endeavors I'm talking about. I evolved, you know, a couple of years ago, my firm um, talked to me about a position they was considering uh, creating. And it was an analyst position because we didn't have any. And one of the things that I was personally, uh, I thought, I'll just say this. I thought, not doing my research, I was offended at first because they're like, you know, the clients want somebody that's educated to know the law, to this or that, and, and, and does research and can critical think and try to explain things to them a little, you know, because anybody that know anything about the legal industry, it's about just facts, money, and doing it. And sometimes even big executives and major companies, they need somebody to kind of have people skills and break it down to them and give them facts and, and research and critical thinking and persuade them on why they should or should not do things. And that's what a legal analyst do. I can't speak about financial analysts or other analysts, but, you know, I at first was offended when they talked to me about creating this position. So it took me a couple years, and as I sat and watched all the different news channels throughout the last year, and I'm looking at these federal prosecutors, uh, state attorneys, judges, all these people on all these shows, but they're called on their show legal analysts. So I'm like, hold up. Now, I've been fighting for two, three years saying that that's beneath me. I wouldn't dare take a job like that. And I started seeing these people with more experience, more education, more degrees, way more powerful than me 
saying that they're legal analysts. And I was like, okay, hold on. Let me rethink this. So they came at me again about this. <laughs> they're like, you're like so perfect. Cause I'm, I'm fortunate to have, uh, work with big clients that, uh, love my personality and my knowledge. I'm just going to keep it real. And they're like, you're just the perfect person. And, um, so to make a long story short, after seeing that people are like federal prosecutors and and major uh, legal eagles, pretty much um, coming on these shows as legal analysts, I was like, OK, so maybe that ain't beneath me. And so when we talked about me transitioning into a role, I pretty much um, was asked, what do I want? And I said what I wanted and. It was agreed upon, so I'm excited. So I'm doing a lot of training and trying to get a little more insight on this because I will be specialized, which is even more powerful for my knowledge because I'm a person that I'm a student at all times, and I feel sometimes wasted with my knowledge and education, and so I'm excited. So this is something that I haven't really had a chance to uh, enjoy because 99% of my time is work and podcasting and I haven't really had a life. So I decided that this summer I'm going to try to get my podcast together. I'm going to try to get my um, analytical skills and critical thinking back on point and try to transition into a new position and I'm really excited about that. So I just kind of want to share that with you guys. And since I reached my goal of 100 episodes, actually more than 100 and more than 1,000 downloads within a year, I think this is the best time to do it. Just take the summer off, come back kicking and screaming in a positive way in September. And I just wanted to kind of share that with you guys. And I just want to, before I close out, um, continue reading these quotes because I kind of sidetracked, but I kind of wanted you guys to know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Dr. Steve Perry also said, integrity is a bridge to carry across. And, and, and that was what made me, these three quotes made me really consider my life and what I need to do. And Malcolm X, and I've used this in several things I've done, um, and giving speeches about his his quote of education is your ticket to the future is what I want to keep saying to you guys because people always tease me like I said about always being in school but those things have helped me be as successful as I feel I am and I don't mean success isn't always material wise I'm talking about intellectually successful I've learned a lot of things and I'm thankful that I have because a lot of those things are paying off for me right now. So before I close out this episode, this past weekend, I was watching the movie Aquila and the Bee. And I know a lot of you have seen that movie. If you haven't, it's a really great movie. But there was a quote that uh, Lawrence Fishburne had uh, Kiki Palmer read. And I love to quote, and it was uh, a quote by Marianne Williamson. And I want to close out this episode reading this quote. And it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? We were born to make 
manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. I want to leave you with that thought. I mean, really, (laughs) that is one of the deepest quotes. And I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the scene, but I don't remember the quote like I probably should, because a quote like that should never be forgotten. So I want to leave you guys with that specific quote. And I just want to remind you guys, there is over 100 episodes on this podcast. I want you to go through the topics so you can see what they're about. If you go on um, Podbeam's uh, app, you will see the pictures of who they're about. Unfortunately, on the other apps, you'll just see me. But the narrative is still there. I always put a narrative with every episode so you know what the episodes are about. And one of the things I can proudly say is a lot of the things I talked about months ago are coming up on the news stations now. So that gives me a lot more um, assurance that I'm doing what I need to be doing. I'm talking about what I need to be talking about. And I don't want to do too much um, duplication of what's on the news cycles. I'm trying to uplift and celebrate people and be a bridge at this moment. There's a lot of deep, dirty, dark things we need to talk about, especially within the minority community and how we're being treated. And those will come. But as you know, in the news cycle, things change literally. 50% of my episodes were rearranged because of what was happening right now. So I'm going to take the summer off and think about what I want to do when I come back in September. I ask you guys still uh, follow me. A lot of people download the uh, episodes, but they don't follow me. And I really need you to follow me. Even if you don't listen every day, you will get notifications, though, that the episodes that are new are there. And I appreciate you. And I'm so thankful to all the international listeners because I see you. You know, we got charts to tell us where our listeners are listening from. So I'm really excited that several countries are listening to me and several different cities and state people are reaching out to me. So I'm grateful for that as well. So what I'm going to do, I am going to still use my closeout music that um, tells you about the websites and everything, but I decided to not open up with the normal intro. So I want you guys to think about what Memorial Day means to you and think about what you can do moving forward to be a better person overall. Well, guys, this will end this episode and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, Follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Pod Bean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723 
or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypotay19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.